Hello and welcome to the Hyrulean Chronicles, a podcast from the Playtart Repeat crew where we review and go in depth on the story of the entire Legend of Zelda timeline. I'm Oliver and I'm joined by Lewis and Alex. Hello. Hello. So this episode we're finishing off the Fallen Hero timeline with Zelda 2 The Adventure of Link, which was released for the NES in 1988. So since this game is a direct sequel to the previous game, there isn't any story between the two games. So we'll just need to remember that Zelda 1 is the princess that is cursed to sleep for eternity. Link defeated Ganon at the end of the previous game, and the location of the Triforce of Courage is still unknown. So, opening statements, please, Lewis. Uh, Zelda 2 is a very bad direction. Oh, sorry, was a very bad direction coming from Zelda 1. I don't know why on earth they thought it would be a good idea to completely just change up the formula of the first game, especially when it was so critically acclaimed at the time. Um, It's nice to see that they did change it up, just because, I mean, a lot of game series don't, but, I mean, on your second game, I just think it was a really stupid decision, and I think it shows in the game. Uh, I don't think any of it is very good. Uh, and I find it very difficult to even call it a Zelda game, really. This could be any game... They just slapped a Zelda skin on the top of it and called it a day. Um, but yeah, I just don't think the game's particularly fun. I don't really think it's a very fun Zelda game either. Especially coming off the back of the first game, which ideally built the genre. So, I don't know. Score? Uh, a two. A two. A generous two. It wasn't the worst, it wasn't the worst game I've ever played. I Like, it worked. But it, it just wasn't fun. Alex, over to you. Um, so this is the worst Zelda game I've ever played, and mm. it probably will be the worst Zelda game I've played. Um, the game's not very fun. The game's very, very frustrating. Um, thank God for the rewind feature in the on the Switch app. Otherwise, I would not have. I wouldn't even have attempted to beat this game. I would have just lied and said that I beat it. Um, the game's hard, unnecessarily hard. Because it's an NES game, uh, the game's boring. Everything looks the same apart from the color palette, like swapping. Uh, it's just, it's just not fun. It's not a good time. I do not recommend anyone even attempt to even play it, even if you've not played it. One out of ten. One out of ten. Damn. One out of ten. So, was the worst game you've ever played? It's, uh, it's definitely up there for me. Definitely, it's up there. definitely up there. I don't know. Do I prefer this or Sable? Hmm. <laughs> Sable's better than this. Sable, we've got to give it Sable well, to choose. I couldn't, I, couldn't, I couldn't even play Sable. Well, yeah, yeah, I suppose not. But that's like, so that's obviously they should have, shouldn't have released the, the, that game for that system. And yeah. Yeah, but that's no, it's not necessarily the game's fault kind of thing. It's the developer's fault. Yeah, you know, you, you know where I'm coming from. Yeah. Uh, so I see the only reason I can't say this is the worst game I've ever played is because I can't think of all the games I've ever played. There must have been a worse one at some point, but I can't come to. I can't really think of one right now. It is. Um, I'll tell the full truth. I will tell the full truth. So I, I use the rewind feature a lot. I use save states a lot, and towards about the quarter of the way in the game, I put God mode on because I was oh, that. 
overwhelmingly frustrated with even with even with rewind it was taking like certain enemies it was taking 10 minutes just to get past them even with rewind because they're so difficult to hit so this game it's known as the black sheep of the zelda family and it's it's for good reason like, it really is like some would call this game difficult or challenging but that's not the case it's just inaccessible Oh, yeah, for sure. I have no idea how anyone played this back in the day. Or like, there's there's something like cult, like cult. It's got a cult following, and I don't know how that's that's the case because it's so horrible to play. Like it would have kept you busy for months and months and months because you would have had to keep throwing yourself at it over and over again. It the thing is, it does try something new. It adds like RPG elements and things like that, but it's the combat's too janky. The the game doesn't look good. It's just there's it hasn't got many redeeming features at all. The only reason I can't give it a one out of ten is because my my personal general rule is one out of ten means it's it, you can't play it. It's broken. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like yeah. a one to me is like where the game is functionally broken. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, well, well this is this is just on the cusp of being functionally broken, at, at least for a modern audience. It's about it, you can get from start to finish. Like like you got you guys did it without putting God mode on, yeah yeah but I I obviously couldn't do that but you guys did so it can't for me be a Wait, non-functional so. game I mean I'm not bothered I'm like I said like I said to you multiple times I'm getting too old to be throwing myself at bullshit over and over again oh, I did it I yeah, I, com- I completed it it's fine so go like we're gonna start with one of the worst parts to get about the game so graphically what did we think about the game. Alex, you um, go again, Lewis. I'll get it. Oh, no, just, no, I'll just get it out of the way really quick. Sorry, I, I just, I just, I just want to just get it over and done with. But it's like fresh right now. Uh, graphically, again, I think it's just really stupid. They got a perfect thing going with Zelda One, and again, I get that they probably didn't know Zelda One was going to be as big of a class as it was. I'm sure it did sell well, well, moderate, moderately well at the time. Um, and then coming off of that, making the sequel, they were just like, I don't know, let's just. Maybe it was a thing of if we make something like this, it'll be easier to make games because a lot of games are like doing this whole side scrolling thing now. So maybe they're like going for that more that idea. Um, but I think like overall that the game just looks really ugly. And the first game I said looked not great in some parts. I think the first game at least had like an art direction and like a style that they wanted to go for. This game is just nonsense half the time. And they chose like the ugliest colors they possibly could have. I know it's limited with that console, but half the time you can't tell what you're walking on or walking to. And it's all just a jumbled together mess. I don't get how they messed up so much going from the first game where even though it it doesn't look great, I'd... Like I said, I felt like they had, like, direction with it, at least. I felt like they had a plan. It really felt like they didn't have any sort of plan at all with this game. Like, at all, in the slightest. And I think it shows in just the way the game looks. So I've just, I've just had a quick look at... like so it's, I know we're talking about graphics right now. We will come back to it. So we haven't really mentioned what's different about this game. It is... So the vast majority of the game is a side-scroller. It's more yeah. based on actual combat, more like, more than anything else. But what I've just like, found out, which is like, fairly, quite interesting, is that Mega Man came out between Zelda 1 and Zelda 2. And Mega Man, obviously, is known for being a, side-scro- a side-scrolling combat-focused thing and with, like, with platforming elements, but it's supposed to be crushingly hard. So Nintendo might have seen Mega Man and thought, oh, let's do something like that, maybe. You know what I mean? I appear to have disconnected. That's upsetting. Um, let me 
leave the call and join back. And we're back. Sorry about that. So, so where, where, did, where did I get up to then in what I was saying? You you went, you I've looked something saying. up and... Right, okay, and great. And then you cut off. Because I was looking down the entire time, so I didn't see that Alex's face had frozen. Okay, so what, what I've, I found something interesting. So Meg, the first Mega Man came out between the release of Zelda 1 and Zelda 2. So what I was saying is it's quite interesting. Like Mega Man is a, is a side-scroller, which is supposed to be crushingly hard kind of thing. It's almost as like maybe took inspiration from it. Oh no, yeah, I can see that ever so slightly into the way the levels are designed, but that yeah. Mega Man doesn't good is the issue. Oh yeah, that is, that is the issue. Yeah. So <laughs> when I, when I said that originally, when I disconnected, so I was I, I was looking down, I was met with silence. I was like, <laughs> well, that was a bad yeah, opinion, me, right there. <laughs> for me and Alex, it was weird because well, for me, you stopped moving and talking, and then Alex didn't say anything, so I thought my internet disconnected, and then I made a noise, and then Alex <laughs> reacted to me making a noise and was like, oh, it's not me either. <laughs> So we just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But it's we, fine. Oh, yeah, okay. we, we keep things professional. Play therapy. It's great. We've got the great yeah. infrastructure. Um, <laughs> so anyway, we're talking about graphics, and Alex was going to tell us what he thought of the graphics. Yes. Um, the graphics are awful, and you can't tell, like, things apart. So, like, I could be in one of the random dungeons, and I could not tell any of them apart. All, all it is is just a color palette swap. Like I get that it was it had its limitations and stuff, but like playing it nowadays is just it's just awful. I just don't like it. Yeah, so it's it's most noticeable in like the overworld map, just how bad it can look at certain points. That overworld map is trash. It's so yep. dog shit, and the whole random encounter thing as well does does not oh, suit what a Zelda, what a Zelda game is supposed to be all no. about. It's really not. You shouldn't be forced into a battle. I know they're trying to do RPG elements and kind of stuff like that, but that, random battles are one of the most annoying parts of an RPG. So I don't know why you choose that to put in your game. <clears throat> yeah yeah it's just like i said it's because they had such a good baseline with zelda one so i don't get why they changed it it's not like it's mega man so changed weird. it they made the same game like 10 times in a row yeah and zelda, like, zelda one it created a sense of atmosphere you know what i mean there was like each area like the the dungeons were like a color palette swap but outside in the overworld there was like you know there was personality to each area yeah yeah and it's just it's just not at all pre prevalent in this um in this game so, next question. So, is there any glaring? What, what's your most glaring issue with the game? For, like, for me, it's it, it's too difficult to the point of being completely inaccessible. Uh, what what is your biggest problem with this game? I know we've got a lot of them, so it's a bit of a daft question. Go on, Lewis, uh, you go first. I think my least favorite thing about the game, I, I've, I've already just stated, is just mm. I can't ever tell what I'm doing. Everything, mm. especially the overworld. The overworld is just nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> the overworld is. At times, the overworld doesn't look like you should be able to walk where it allows you to walk. It feels like there should be a ton of like barriers and stuff stopping you from stepping where you can actually step. Uh, and without a guide, I just think... I don't know. I don't want to imagine playing this without a guide. It just... It, 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 like, it's just nonsense. None of it makes sense. Everything looks the same. It looks like mush for starters as well, which is just not a nice thing to look at. At least if it's going to look the same, make it look somewhat like um nice to look at um yeah i think just the overall design and just the way it looks is just my least favorite part there isn't really anything redeeming about it uh even moving about the overworld there was never a point where i was like i can see why this could be fun um it just sort of felt like a way to like bloat game time and just sort of make it 
way less interesting. I think it would have just been better if I could just go straight to like each palace um, and just play through them like that because I think the stuff in between, uh, especially compared to the first game, is just very lackluster and just kind of pointless overall, really. Um, but yeah, that's my yeah. least favorite thing. Alex, anything more, any more, anything more to add? Um, I'd literally, Lewis just like slated every single thing wrong yeah. with the game. <laughs> um, I'll I'll talk about like the enemies and stuff. Uh, like some of the enemies are just like sword sponges, yeah. and it's just some of the enemies I just don't want to fight, but you have to because otherwise you can't get past them. Um, it feels like they've got this stupid level up mechanic as well, and you can't even pick what you want to put your build into. So if I just want to get stronger, I start to level up like three times to do it. Yeah. Um, the bosses were all shit, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. I assume. Um, like some like the actual dungeons, like you need a map to actually navigate it. Otherwise, you're gonna end up going in the wrong way and like down a pointless path, lose health that you need to fight the boss. Oh yes, we'll definitely be talking about that. Oh yeah, that's, that's definitely come up. So uh, so we'll get onto the to the story of the game. Uh, so beware there are spoilers from this point onwards. <clears throat> so after the events of the first game, Link has remained in Hyrule to assist in its restoration, helping to defeat the remains of Ganon's army. On Link's 16th birthday, which, which is apparently six years after Ganon's defeat, so apparently Link was 10 when he killed the Demon King. 10 years old. Apparently so. Wow. So, so on his 16th birthday, a glowing Triforce mark appears on the back of Link's hand. Impa guides Link to the North Castle and presses the back of his hand against the sealed doorway. Inside, they find the sleeping Princess Zelda 1. She comes back into it. She comes back into it. Impa then gives Link six crystals and an ancient scroll from the old king of Hyrule who originally hid the Triforce of Courage from his son, if you remember. Link learns that the Triforce on the back of his hand is a result of magic, marking him as worthy of the Triforce of Courage. Link then travels around Hyrule to the six palaces in order to defeat the Guardians and return the crystals to the statues of the palaces and is eventually able to obtain the Triforce of Courage from the Great Palace by defeating one final boss, his own shadow. Link then returns to North Castle and reunites the Triforce before the altar of the sleeping Zelda 1. She then awakens, her curse broken, and peace then returns to Hyrule. So, I think this story is a... Obviously, it's not really told in the game, it's told in the manual. But I think it's a, little, quite a small shining light in this black hole of a game. I like, how it I like how it continues directly from the first game, the story carries over, and it feels like a satisfying conclusion to this timeline. I mean, does it? I I I think it does. He, he's reunited. So the Triforce was broken apart, and he yeah. has reunited. Like they spent two games essentially. The first game is he gathers the Triforce of Wisdom and gets the yeah. Triforce of Power from Ganon, and then in the, the, like it carries on into a second game where he actually gets like the the last piece and brings it together. Wakes up Princess One, who's been asleep for years at this point, like a lot a long time, and then Peter returns to Hyrule. I think it's a quite nice, satisfying ending to this particular timeline anyway. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I suppose. I mean, there's only so many things they could have done. I think, yeah, this is probably one of the better things they could have they could have done with it. But finding out that Link was only 10 years old in the first game is a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I maybe don't highly like age differently, you know? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Alex, what do you think of the story? It's okay, I guess. It, it just <laughs> carries on from the first game. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to see. It doesn't happen in Zelda. Yeah, it, it, 
It's it's unique, like in that sense of it, that like, it carries on. It's basically like part one, part two. Yeah, exactly. But part two being absolutely awful. Yeah. So, a favorite and least favorite dungeon. There's not much point in doing this. There really isn't. I can't tell you which one was which. Every dungeon is the same dungeon. Yeah, none of them are very good. But least of all, for me at least, is the final dungeon. That place is god awful. Like it's possible to go to walk ten minutes in the wrong direction. Yep. Oh no, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, having yeah. to fight your way back. It was. It's, I, why was it designed that way? I, I tried looking up. I, I looked up a map for it when I when, when I got lost, and like the map was impossible to decipher. It was awful. Yeah, I don't know if they did it on purpose just to like again blow game time. It feels like a lot of things in this game were done just to blow the game time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because if it wasn't as nonsensical as it is, I think the game would be incredibly short. Um, so, yeah, I just assumed they went to the game to be longer. But, I mean, I don't least favorite. I don't know. They all were the same. Uh, like, I click on them on the walkthrough, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is the ocean path, apparently. <laughs> Looking at it doesn't give me any indication that it's the ocean path or the ocean it's path. It's green. Uh, Why is the ocean board green? I don't know. This is going to be weird, and you already said that um, it's a bit pointless to do, but I'm just going to say all of them. I don't like... I didn't like any of them. I didn't enjoy any of them. Um, it's difficult for me to pinpoint one specifically because I don't remember having particular distaste towards a, a specific level. I just... Didn't like any of them when I was playing them, so they're all just sort of garbage, in my opinion. Really, oh. the music's okay though. Yeah, yeah, the music's got the music's a nice little thing. It's just nice little chips and stuff in it. It doesn't sound like Zelda though. No, no. it's strange. Um, so when you mention like game blowing and stuff, it's almost as if they've they've tr so they've tried to create an RPG, but left left the most important part of an RPG out, which is you know having an actual story. In a game, yeah, yeah. I think use multiple things together in that regard. Like they wanted to do the whole Mega Man thing, but like you just said, they also want an RPG, but they didn't do the RPG stuff. They did the bare minimum to make it an RPG, which is having some NPCs speak to you every now and again, and you can walk around an overworld. Um, but they didn't. They then didn't focus on any of the stuff that people actually like from RPGs, which again is the story. Yeah, um, they only brought in the bad part of RPGs. Yeah, yeah literally. Like, they got, like, a, ideas from, like, four different games, smushed it all together, and they went, shit, it's all the bad parts. Oh, yeah. well, chip it anyway. Fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. It, it just, it, I think it was just really stupid on their part. I don't know who at Nintendo... Like, did anyone who made the first Zelda work on this game? Do we know? Because it was just it made in-house, I assumed. But, did, like, did Miyamoto have anything to do with this? Did he suggest ideas? Did he... Did he He's have a working on Mario? Um, so well, it's weird as well because oh, well, I, I was just gonna say about like Mario too, but that was only in the in outside of Japan. Yeah, so no, that was different. This was definitely it was developed in house, and the lead producer on it was Miyamoto. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. That. No, I don't like, know how actually, to let it happen. Actually, an L from Miyamoto because like he. he I, he made Mario and Zelda, and then was like, I'm going to make Zelda 2 and just make it dog shit for some reason. I don't know where all that game design... I guess... I guess he was just trying something new, I suppose. I mean, he knew that it clearly didn't work, because he didn't make one like this after this. <laughs> like, this was it. 
this was the end of that, so I guess he just wanted to try something and then just realized probably quickly that it didn't work. Assuming it reviewed bad at the time, I don't really know what reviews were like back then. I, I'm, I, I, I assume it did. I mean, what was that? I, I, I've got the Wikipedia page up. Um, I, just, I just always assumed stuff just got said it was good back then. Like, oh yeah, this is a great game. It's fucking amazing. Oh, Buy it. God. Well, fucking well. Let's start with like the obvious. So, IGN gave it a seven out of ten, but that was a Game Boy Advance one. Uh, but back on the like the NES one, Famitsu gave it thirty six out of forty. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, right, well, I, I don't. I don't know what the what, what the gauge for a good game was back then. To be honest with you. Yeah, it sounds like it did well. I don't know why all the Zelda's after this one <laughs> just like this. Apparently. Oh. Yeah. Right. Okay. Fair play. Uh. So favorite and least favorite dun. No, we're done dungeon. Favorite and least favorite boss. They're all very much no. the same, aren't they? Yeah. They're, yeah. they're like. Bosses, uh. Where are they? The bosses lasted at most. Like each boss lasted like thirty seconds. I'll say the, the last one, is... just because it took so long for me to actually be it. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. not 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 Link Shadow, the Thunderbird. Thunderbird, yeah, Thunderbird is a pain. Link in the Shadow, ass. you could just fucking manipulate. If you just stand in a corner and just swing your sword. Yeah. Thunder... Thunderbird was just the most interesting that designed boss. Everyone else, for the most part, was just like a dude, yeah. but with armor on or a horse. Yeah. Or or a dragon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, Thunderbird, it looks good, but there was too many projectiles, like way too many. Way too many. And you had God Mode on. And I had God Mode on. See, this this is what I mean. Like, I, I was still annoyed, even though I couldn't die. It was still annoying me. <laughs> so yeah, frustrating. It's, just, it's one of those things where... I don't know, it just... I, I keep saying I feel like no effort was put into it. Effort was obviously put into it. I mean, they made the game. But like logically i don't know how they made any of those bosses i'm like that's a satisfying boss like that's how good it was because all of them pretty much came down to just hit them with your sword and then they walk past you and then that's it and then it's yeah. over. like there wasn't really ever at any point where i'm like this is a cool mechanic or this is a really unique idea um so i don't know it just it's just really confusing to me i don't i don't quite understand um Especially, like I said, coming off the first game. I'm going to keep comparing it to the first game because it's the only logical thing to do. Yeah. Um, but, like, despite they were, like, in the first game fighting the same posh repeatedly, at least they, they were, like, somewhat cool and had unique patterns. And it was, like, it was interesting in some regard. These were just not. Like, none of it was interesting. None of it yep. was interesting. Should have been the tagline for the game. So, <laughs> items. So... This game's it kind of it switches things up a bit because most of the items you get are actually passive. You don't yes. tend, you don't like it means you don't have to switch things out and stuff, which is which is less annoying than it was in like Zelda One. But this game focuses more on spells, which you, yeah. you you've got a magic meter um, to like to, to use them. So I'm going to ask you what your favorite spell was, I guess, if you can remember them. I, I can remember mine. Uh, I've got I've got them up. Uh... Literally just shield, just because it t you take half damage, so you don't have to be in the fights as long. All of all the other ones are just like jump. You can jump higher, yeah, and like you turn into a fairy for some reason just well, to get over some gaps. Well, fairy is my favorite because it's just a good get the fuck out of there button. You just press it and then you just fuck off. It like, used so much magic. It though. did use so much magic, and so did thunder. Which was yeah. kind of pointless because it was only really used in the in the, the, the for the last boss. You didn't you didn't really use it for anything. 
I mean, yeah. he used it in general, it did just kill stuff instantly, but as you just said it, it he used a ton of magic, so... It was pointless. It was pointless. Um, that's pretty much a spell called Spell that I didn't remember. No, spell, spell called Spell, I can't remember that one. Do you remember it, Lewis? Nope. Oh, you did it to reveal that town. Yeah. Another thing about the last boss, so because you need to use Thunder, if you go into that last bo boss with less than like less than half your magic bar, you're fucked. There's nothing you could do. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Which is but, not that, great. That's like an issue. Ridiculous. That's like an issue with some old games though as well. To be fair. I mean, Mega Man does the same thing, where not with magic. Well, kind of with magic sometimes. But if you go into a boss in Mega Man with like only half health or only half like your power meter. Um, or even less than that, it like retains that throughout the entire boss until you lose all of your lives. Even like when you when you die against it and respawn, you'll spawn with however much health you had when you went in, or however much magic you had when you went in. Um, I think that was just the stupid thing with games at the time, to be honest. Which I don't think we really see that much now, but I think it was more just done as a way so you have to waste lives and then just have yeah. to play again. Um, because a lot of games around that time did I, I noticed do do that. Um, just to make it like way harder on you, I suppose, to make it feel like more of a challenge. But they um, should give you ways in the fight to get more magic if you don't have it. Oh yes, they should. They should. Luckily, yeah, late, right. later games like made all kinds of all kinds of stuff like that better. So it's yeah. also worth mentioning like this was the first time that in the Zelda game that like, NPCs were given like, like proper like individual specific NPCs were like unique from each other, which carried on into further Zelda games. Not that they wouldn't have done anyway. And uh, it was the first appearance of Dark Link as well, which is pretty cool. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. And he, really. he comes up, he comes up in, in later games, at least in terms of like release order. There's before I wrap this up, has anyone else got anything more to say on Zelda 2 other than don't play it? Uh, no, I have nothing. No. Okay. Grand. The game is bad. So, the Fallen Hero timeline is now done, which means for the next video, we're going to be rewinding all the way back to the end of the Ocarina of Time, and this time we're going to be going down the Child timeline. So for the next Hyrule Chronicles game, we'll be playing Majora's Mask, and that should hit the channel on or around the 9th of December. Still to come this month, we've got our video game book club review because the way we're recording it, we don't know what that is yet, but it will be uh, it will be up on the 25th of November, and on that podcast, we'll also be opening our secret Santa gifts to each other, which we'll be then reviewing what? in the December video game book club um, review. But that's it for now. Until next time, we shall see you later. Bye. Bye.